extracurricular activities at the church on hold for now, uh, yeah. just because uh, we're just following the guidelines, you know, the local uh, guidelines uh, given to us. Which are created from the state guidelines, which are mm-hmm. created from the CDC guidelines, which the knee bones change, which changes different times. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, I mean, and it's hard for everybody. It's information changes so rapidly, but um, yeah. So anything where it it requires us to be in close contact for a prolonged period of time, we've put that on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to be doing a, a fishing trip with the youth, but they closed all the beaches, so um, yeah. we're going to hold off on that. Um, we're still having service, but we are live streaming it, and we've recommended to majority of our congregation to watch it on the live watch stream. it on the live stream um and when we were at service we, you know we we're all spaced out <laughs> um and you know stay yeah. apart so we're we're doing all the, the right things you know but we're still able to gather together and have that that fellowship which is yeah. important to have so. yeah it yeah. is so but yeah we're and we're just fault you know taking it each week at a time making sure we're Mm-hmm. Doing the right things a or a day at a time. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Now, I know that uh, school looks a lot different for the uh, young people of the country. Yeah. <laughs> which it was funny when I was started hearing about it and I was like, oh, yeah, the kids will stay home. Like, and I just didn't think about it being a big deal because <laughs> all three of us were homeschooled. Homeschooled. Hashtag homeschooled. So, I got one year of kindergarten at a private school, but otherwise I was homeschooled. Um, I had to go to college. Well, otherwise, <laughs> you well, know. I went to college, Which yeah. I'm I just think that's like one of the homeschooling well, jokes. Saying is as far as, you know, as, you know. It was not in our basement. It was an actual establishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why people joke about homeschoolers going to college in a basement. Like, I don't I don't know if it's a mainstream joke. I just saw on a TV show one time made a joke about homeschoolers. He got invited to prom, and he's like, well, he's going to invite her to his prom, and she invited him to her prom first. So he's like, well, we'll go to your prom, and it was downstairs because she was homeschooled, and it was just the two of them and the mom as the chaperone. Well, it's just, It was kind of odd. It is a little funny that now all the people that made fun of homeschoolers do have to kind of eat their words for Mm. a little bit here, but... They don't, yeah. Although that was eating noises, by the way, in case anyone was wondering. It's very odd sounding. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting. I did see one thing uh, about um, people even talking about how it's different for homeschoolers because there's even usually um, the camaraderie meeting up of like, you know, going to like um, co ops or things like that where they get together with and socialize with each other as well. And so that's even down from them. So it's even for secluded anyone. for homeschoolers. They're not excluded from the distancing. So, in case there's someone listening who doesn't know what a co op is, what is a co op? Well, How would you describe it? It's basically where it's usually a homeschool group um, and they will have classes where. And usually it's classes where you would benefit from having several people in the class that you can't really... So they don't usually do like math classes or things like that. Well, it depends on the the group. Well, if it's like a challenging... Yeah, sometimes they they Like a higher level math. Right, they may have classes that it's hard for the parent to teach. 
yeah on their own that they may not have the the skill level and rather than having the parent just depend on the the curriculum they can go to have them go with this co-op and they have a you know facilitator yeah. and they'll they'll do the they did like wow. um had like a speech class mm-hmm. um or like Which science one of my classes marine biology they got like I think one of the people was connected with like the 4-H club. Yeah. And so, so they brought in like microscopes stuff for us to dissect. Yeah. Yeah. Microscopes to look at equipment that you don't necessarily have at home, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because people choose to homeschool for a variety of different reasons and so because uh, some people go, well, if you're going to do that, why don't you just go to school? Well, it's just it's still different. It's a different atmosphere. One um, thing that was nice school. is sometimes you could choose like what classes your kids were part of. So you, right. and you didn't even have to come certain days. You know, if you just, right, it's only a yeah. couple. It's not. It's not the whole you know. week. It's not the five days a week. It's like a couple of hours in the morning, a couple of days a week, and different ones do it different. And if you, you want know. this class, you know, you can. And that's one of the, you know a mm-hmm. lot of times people. Take it and wonder like how well how do homeschoolers socialize that's one of the ways you know they, they get the together with homeschool groups mm-hmm. and um can meet there you know so that, i mean people good homeschool families they um they find creative ways to right. socialize their kids yeah yeah because even like um because nathan and i went to the the well, one homeschool group during our high school years um and they even had a they had a social group for high schoolers that were homeschool high schoolers. So that way, not only were they having classes together, they actually had social events to actually have. So it, I guess it's a class in and of itself. It's learning social skills, <laughs> social skills class, yeah. but it, not like those kinds where you like have to dress up in suits and. It's yeah. like a and, etiquette you know. or. Although they like actually, cult. I believe, one time they did have like a dance school. Um, night or they had like a dance instructor one night yeah and had like a dance class that was fun that was I think free for anyone, anyone to come though wasn't yeah that was for yeah. anybody because I went to that yeah. yeah that was really fun it was so, so, it was so long ago though I kind of need to do one again because I don't remember most of what I learned except for I remember doing the polka well, and that was hard because I was that. spinning and walking around the edge of the room it, you're dancing with someone that I, and, and you're spinning. Yeah, I did walking not. around. The, it, it it was hard. I didn't like the polka, but yeah, uh, Virginia reel is fun, Ooh. except when you have way too many people. And I think one time I went to a dance where they, ha- I think it was a dance. It wasn't the class. The class they divided us into like pairs of four, so there was only four like groups going down. But one time I think we did the Virginia reel. And there was like a ton of people, and it took forever. You're like, oh, okay. I remember our sweaty mm. palms, which <laughs> then re- then leads me from to the night the or from the gen- Virginia reel. Well, I don't remember. Just enough. Just the night in general. Dancing in general. I'm always like, oh, please don't have sweaty hands. <laughs> which it makes, then it makes leads me subconscious me about having my own sweaty hands. That not that's not a good social distancing. <laughs> We're trying to figure out what social yeah, distancing no. dancing would look like. You know, you'd be <laughs> six feet apart, holding yourself in a dance position. And, well, you, you could know. do line dances, any type of line keep dance. It, yeah, keep it shuffle, electric slide. Everyone, spread your arms out as Boot, far as scoot, possible. If you're if within Square that bubble space, move further out. Yeah, but 
in any case, we thought since we uh, are all homeschool graduates, we were homeschooled before it was cool. We (laughs) could offer some suggestions for those of you that suddenly find yourself uh, homeschooling your children. Because even homeschool co-op does not really work right now. No. So (laughs) um, that. fun to talk about not really practical for the time being if you're in this situation where yeah, you're not usually no. a homeschooler and so, you're, you're stuck so a common myth is that for homeschooling is that they think that you uh, sleep in and do your homework in your pajamas and i want to tell you that that myth is true confirmed <laughs> confirmed <laughs> completely um, true so mm-hmm. it depends on your family though yeah, it um, and it depends on your personality um i'm one of those ones there's certain tasks that I have to like kind of get up and get ready to be in the mind frame to do it. If I'm like lounging around in my pajamas, I can't do it. But I was one I could do my schoolwork in my pajamas and I could get it done. So it's something that's something that it's really depends on your kid's personality. And if your kids are used to going to school, um, it may be good to make them just get dressed and yeah. go through that routine. Don't get because, them out of the habit because they may, because <laughs> it may not work for them. Right. You know, they they may find themselves like, oh, my in my pajamas, oh, I can do what I want. Um, mm-hmm. There, you know, there's some people that I've seen on on Facebook that they've kind of created a little schedule, like a generic schedule. It's not like strict, but it's enough structure to kind of help their kids with that. Because um, that weird. You know, and again, every family's different, but we were ones that we kind of could still flow without having strict structure. That's kind of hard to say. Strict structure. I mean, personally, I would have liked maybe more structure, but obviously, I, I enjoyed sleeping it. in. But yeah, <laughs> it probably was not the best in the long run, I guess, but not a bad thing. Yeah. You know. So, but there's things. So, I, and I, I know some schools are providing ways to learn at home. Um, some of them, they're some of them are even going as far as providing some laptops for those who don't have it, so they have some online learning. And there's a lot of resources out there. Um, I, I was trying to think. I think Scholastic was offering some like online things. I don't know. There's a couple of different websites that sure. are offering some online resources for things, you know, for, for kids, um, to learn things. So, yeah. So just some resources out there. So, I mean, you could probably do a quick Google and you could find some things, um, online, you know, easy resources if your school hasn't already provided it. Well, one of the myths about homeschooling and this one that is false is that, oh, you have to teach everything yourself. And, and people are like, well, right. you know, I, you know, teachers, they get, you know, degrees to teach kids. How exactly can you teach them, you know, things that you don't know? And the answer is, is you do find, you learn to find curriculums the that, actually <laughs> <laughs> that are actually able to teach them. Mm-hmm. And um, that does mean that your kids eventually learn the skill to um, read things and they don't have, they don't have a teacher sort so of have to have teach to themselves or have some type of initiative yeah to to go for which know. is not a bad thing um, right. as you go through life you realize the ability to do things for yourself is not a bad skill to have but not that you don't learn it, that in public school but it you know you ha- it's definitely if you don't have the 
teaching ability. Yeah. Sometimes that they have to do that. But but it it's easier if you find curriculums. And so back to online. Online is a great place where you can find resources. Yeah. Now one thing too, you know, we you learn to find some creative ways to incorporate something or kind of count it as school. So um, different states have different laws regarding homeschooling. Um, Some of them, you know, have testing that you have to do each year. Some of them you just have to present a portfolio. Um, Sometimes they'll give you options. Yeah. 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 Some of them, uh, they'll have um, hour requirements. That was the worst one in Missouri. Missouri. You had to have a thousand hours. It sounds like it's good. It's really not. It's really challenging. You have to keep track of like all of your hours. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the year, you have to make sure that you kept track of all your hours properly. Right. And they didn't always. It's kind of a mess. They didn't always check that i recall but we always no. kept we kept we, we kept, kept track, track because you them. didn't know they could say okay we're gonna check in make sure you're doing yeah. your hours we haven't been keeping track oh well that's a problem yeah well the problem was too is we had come from oklahoma where you have to do 180 days and that's a little bit so easier to keep track of than hours it's easier to keep like, track mm-hmm. of than hours but then also like if you had you know a a field trip to the zoo or whatever you know, and maybe you spent like six hours at the zoo. Well, that was your day, you know, right. or right. like there were some subjects that I was faster at than others. So if you got your, if you were fast at your schoolwork and you got it all done in five hours, well, that was your day of school. Well, that doesn't work out for, for a, thousand a thousand hours. hours. Right. So then you began right. to like find things that would help you learn stuff and fill hours. So some things that we did, we did things like home economics, which actually was really good because I learned how to cook things and I learned, you know, some different skills that you actually use in real life. And so that's something that you could kind of do. Did you learn how to file taxes? Um, (laughs) did I? No, I think that was Ah. on the, on the job. I'm trying to remember with home ec, I feel like I kind of remember it happening, but I don't, I don't know if I learned like table etiquette, maybe, or I'm trying to remember what I l- uh, learned with home ec. Or, but you or can, I don't know if I learned it. Maybe I was younger. I didn't do home ec. But. Yeah. But you can do something like that where you can take yeah. time to like learn how how to do some cooking, you know, since you're, mm-hmm. you'll be at home. Peanut um, butter and jelly on toast. <laughs> Boom. Uh, or something even better. Or even just learning how to do cleaning. Thanks. You know, you can have them. <laughs> You can truly have your kids clean because yeah. it's a it's a needed skill it in is. life. You can't if you don't know how, many, how to clean. You're gonna how many grown ups don't know yeah. how to clean stuff? You have two or choices: you have a dirty house, or you hands. have to spend money. So, some people don't even know how to wash their hands properly. Yeah. A lot of them do now, though. <laughs> yeah, a lot of they learned. <laughs> but uh, those are things. One thing that I liked um, growing up is when we would do um, unit studies, and so what that would be is it would be like a topic. My favorite one was um, doing the solar system. And Mm -hmm. so you just take time to just focus your schoolwork around the solar system. Now we had like some basic like math and English curriculum that kind of we just followed too. But you can also still do things um, related to that. So 
you know, obviously there's the science side of studying the solar system, but then, um, you know, you can do music and find songs about the planets or, um, you can, Mercury's (laughs) hot too. Copyright. Oh, no. I don't know. I only, I only did a. I, see, a I thought of the Blues Clues too. Saturn's got those icy rings. Right? But that's the Pluto's thing too. Pluto's really small and not considered a planet anymore. But that's, that's not how that goes. That's something you can do where <laughs> then you can find, then you find some videos, you mm-hmm. know, related to the Multiply. solar system. Multiply with power. And then, you know. So that's something that's entertaining where they can watch something. So they think right. that, oh, I'm getting to watch a movie. But it's something that's helping them learn. And then you can say, okay, well now, you know, write about your favorite planet and why that's your favorite planet. Or write about your favorite piece of the solar system. So Pluto, then... Because it's the smallest planet. <laughs> now you have... Sorry. Now you have, um, you know, English... There. Yeah, you know, you incorporated right. writing, and it also it helps them to retain some of the information because they can learn all this stuff about the planets, and it goes, you know, flies out of orbit. <laughs> for math, um, you can do but, this. But you can do the phases it. of the moon for math. It can help huh? you with fractions. Oh, that I was trying to figure where you're going with that. That sounds uh, interesting. Yeah, fractions were not. So there's I, just ironically, fractions were not good for me. They thought it was gonna be bad when I did a chemistry class that because I didn't understand like fractions as well because you need fractions for chemistry for some weird reason when they started putting like names and like chem- like elements in in place of the numbers which they thought would make it more complicated it actually made it easier for me to understand fractions i have no idea why it, it sounds like inverted i've heard but, that, i've heard uh, that 10 out of 9 people are bad at fractions could be you at least have a uh, fifty sixty <laughs> chance of being in that number, or a forty forty chance. Sorry, not to confuse those <laughs> who are actually needing help with Sorry. right now, but <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, hopefully that didn't Only confuse Only a fraction everyone. of the audience will get those jokes. Yeah, I was trying anyway. to. I was anyway, trying to, I was so trying to add to that's that. That's something you know. You could just pick multiply. a pick a topic to learn about and focus on and then just pull things that are related to that. And the thing that's a good idea is to find something that, you know, your child is interested in because that's going to help encourage their participation. So if they are really into cars, then you can start to take time to look at like the science of how cars work. Like the physics of it or whatever. And the history of cars. So then, you know, who invented the first car. So And you you can can, you can use it even as like a segue of other things of that era if you wanted to, you know. But um sorry, I think I interrupted your train of thought. But Oh no, I'm just saying that, you know, that picking something that they're interested in is more likely to get them to participate in it and be Mm -hmm. excited about it. And, um, and that's the advantage of homeschooling, you know, is you kind of can, you know, tailor it to what they want to learn. And I mean, there's still some things that you have to do that they're not going to like, you know, but if you don't, some kids love math, some kids hate math. They still need to have to learn it. Yeah. Know, so, but then, 
you know, then you can go from this standpoint of, well, if you will, you know, if you get your math, you know, let's say they don't like math, you get your math done, then we can focus on this other thing that's fun, mm-hmm. you know, because that was something whatever. for me. Like I Arts. loved, I loved reading. Mm-hmm. You know? I loved reading too. And so I you had to, you had to, you know, get me to do the hard stuff and get that out of the way and then I could do the right. Yeah. It's like a reward system. <laughs> uh, kind of like that uh, series that we had. It was like a, a historical fiction series. Yes. yes. That was really fun. American we still have Adventures. it. I like if if I get a lot of good time to read, I probably will try to find that tub and pull out that series and yeah. and read it again. I will skip the flu epidemic uh, <laughs> book, probably. Hashtag relevant. Um, but uh, they, they, they had smallpox and the flu and cholera on that mm-hmm. series. I might skip those books if I go through it. just cause <laughs> Cholera I'd be really interested in because I found out more things about cholera later in life just because I liked history. And I found a thing about the history of cholera, sort of. So there's, so there's a creative way you can do it. but... Is if your kid likes to read, maybe you can. Get, but they maybe they don't necessarily like history as much. Maybe they would be interested in historical fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, which is what that series was was historical fiction of of America, and you know, so maybe they like reading, or maybe they like history and they don't like reading as much. But maybe that'll yeah. help them with it. And you know, sometimes uh, too. You know, I remember when we were doing languages, something we would do would be watch a movie, but watch it in the ling. You know, if we were learning Spanish, watch it in Spanish. With See, I thought that would be a good idea to do. I just didn't realize that we actually did that when we were younger. I, I did it. Maybe we, you guys We did that in high it. school. Yeah. It, it was a weird movie. Yeah, I didn't so, like And the, I didn't really care movie. about it, so it didn't well, that really was do at anything. The co-op, but yeah, that wasn't. Right. That yeah. Was, yeah, that was at the co-op. We did no, it. I remember. I didn't I'd... like in English, so I didn't want to watch it in Spanish either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I remember watching. We did watch in Spanish that I thought was actually. No, or did we only do that one? Maybe I'm mixing up two different. Because like it was like the last day of co-op, in and instead of actually doing something like specific, we actually like watched a a movie like for the end of the semester or end of the year and like there's another class that we watched like half of a movie that it might be confusing i remember anyway. watching um like lady <clears throat> and the tramp in spanish yes that sounds yes we did do that yeah so because a lot if you have dvds a lot of them have the option of watching them right in spanish i don't know on some of the other features like i would think like if you have disney plus or netflix you probably could find some probably of just change, change the language on it and in spanish yeah and so it's you know and it's then uh, put on english subtitles yeah or if they know the movie well you know if they've watched it a, a billion times they don't even need the english subtitles and then they can be like it. oh right because that's even how um, our like. spanish teacher at, at the co-op she talked about how her dad actually learned english was because she actually was uh, uh she was a hispanic no latino there's a difference between the two but <laughs> which we learned there but um and she her dad had to learn english coming to america and how he did it was watching tv in english and it worked and, for him and reading the newspaper and, too. I think. yeah i think reading yeah. as well so that it actually would prove effective for him to learn the english language so that i'm sure would work in reverse as well yeah 
And then, I mean, any type of craft project that you do, it's art class. Right. Because it also helps with that. You have to remember there's different types of learners. There's like audio learners, visual learners, kinesthetic learners. Are those? Those are the main The main ones. So it's like people who learn best through hearing things, audio learner. Those who learn things best through seeing things, visual learner. And then people who learn best through actions are the kinesthetic learners. They have some type of Or doing things. Doing things, putting it into action in a sense. So like, you know, songs that you know, you have to move with it or good form or projects. Like you're Mm -hmm. saying like arts and crafts, like building things out of Mm Play-Doh, you know? Yeah, because then that's one thing too. If you start to find that you're like, why can, why is my kid not doing this stuff? Maybe they just kind of need a little different way to learn, a different way to learn it because it's, you know, it's different, you know, having your kid at home, you know, being a parent and then when you're going to be the teacher and you may you're right. actually gonna you may learn some things about your kid that you didn't realize <laughs> parent and teacher so, conference becomes like, interesting if they won't <laughs> yeah <laughs> if they aren't sitting still you know and doing something and they keep getting distracted they may be like a kinesthetic learner which just means they actually just need to do some type of movement so if you're trying to get them to do math have them you know, tap out with their pencil the different numbers or something, or right. you know, just different things to get them moving. Or do or, it with their hand. Or jump up and down for the yeah. count. You know, yeah, count. You know, two plus two. Okay, jump up two times, and then that's two, and then jump up two more times. How yeah. many times do you do? Four. You know? you know, so then they can connect the the number with the movement, and they learn better that way. Yeah. So, so there's different things you can do. You know, and. You can, like I say, you can get really creative with it. Mm-hmm. It sounds scary, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not as scary as it it's sounds. It's not as scary as no. it sounds. I my, think my sometimes, mom survived. I think the biggest <laughs> so thing we, too. After, after 20 something years of doing it. So it can yeah. be done. Well, and I think, uh, you know, another myth is, you know, people who homeschool their kids, you know, ruin their lives. And so right. someone mm-hmm. sitting here with a bachelor's degree, homeschooling did not ruined my life Associate. you know <laughs> some years my, my no degree not, <laughs> some college my, my, <laughs> some, uh, some college no degree my life has not been ruined so, so um you know this this one you know semester of homeschooling they're not gonna it's not gonna ruin them right. you know they're you know and it, because it's a guess what everyone else is gonna be homeschooling their kids right now during mm-hmm. this time too anyway so and you know, you know what I have to say too. In college, you have to do a lot of self teaching. You know, you you do go to class, but you also you have a lot of self responsibility, and so homeschooling, we had that as well. Or so you know, self learning. It is a good skill. You to know, have definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, there would be things where, you know, we'd have like our math lesson book and be like, okay, go do your math lesson. And then if you have questions and you're not understanding it, you can come ask me. But so a lot mm-hmm. of it, you know, we would kind of read the lesson and kind of teach ourselves. And for some things, you know, some things, you know, they would teach us more. But yeah. so that's the beauty of of homeschooling is that you actually can develop that skill with your kids of kind of having them learn something themselves like say hey here's this project go see if you can kind of figure it out on your own and kind of give it to them let them kind of struggle with it a little bit because it's 
and then that's going to help them later in the, like, in the workplace and do know. problem solving right when they have a problem whether it's a specific problem that they're trying to solve at work or in in a college class or something or maybe because they've gone through it you know some type of problem arises at work that's not part of their official task but something arises at work and because they've been trained to have to kind of figure it out it helps them in that moment to be able to think and solve yeah yeah so lots of i mean so, there's lots of creative things you can do but so sure. i have to ask your number one homeschooling tip just really quick number do you have a number one homeschooling tip very intense and vague um i guess i could start with mine it's a good so, idea <laughs> so Mine would be to find resources to help you teach your kid. You don't have to know everything yourself. The internet is a a wide place filled with tons and tons of resources. Use that to help you teach your kids. So to sum it up, don't be be too proud to ask for help, right? (laughs) (laughs) That too. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Do you have? Um, Mine would be to have fun. So, good tip. Um, Very good rule. Well, because to you know, if you think about your own teachers, the ones that were really enthusiastic about what they were teaching, those are the ones that leave a lasting impression. I think of a professor I had in college who um, was a speech. She taught speech, and she loved it. She taught six classes, like the same level class but she had like six different groups she was teaching mm. and, and she loved every minute of it she did and i mean she was strict with her teaching but she was passionate about it and so you know when you're kind of working through stuff with your kids also f- like f- yeah find something that they can get excited about but also find something that you'll get excited about teaching them mm. um because yeah. they'll pull that from you because I was always like eh, I'm not interested in speech I'm just doing this because it's a requirement but I actually found myself getting into it because she was so into it and yeah. um sure I mean any classes that I've had you know I think about where the teacher was a lot more excited about it then I was like oh okay yeah let me get excited about this too this is interesting so the excitement rubs off yeah, so, you know, if you can find something that you're passionate about just to share with your kid, it's cool because then it's also a, a bonding moment. It's something that you can yeah. share with them, and then it's something that you'll be excited about, and that'll make them excited. And then it's going to seem like you're just having fun together as a family instead of actually But you're also having, learning. But you're, yeah. Instead of doing school, but you are doing school. Yeah. So have fun. I'd say mine, it's very similar. I would say probably, you know, be creative. Don't limit yourself to a certain box. I mean, yeah, there are certain things that they have to learn, whether they, you know, like them or not. But there are creative ways that you can do things. And we kind of went over that, you know, as kind of our our tips and stuff here throughout it. But just to get, you know, creative, don't limit yourself to get to be so strict to do this, you know, homework sheets and things like that. There are other ways to learn. Like we talked about different types of, learners the audio visual and kinesthetic you know there's different ways that you can teach them find things that get them moving you know and find things that get them listening and or you know reading or whatever it is different creative things that you can do whether 
whatever it is that they like and enjoy, you know, don't limit yourself to worksheets because there's only so much of that that they can, you know, that any person, no matter what your style of learning, I would say probably, or or age, there's only so much of sitting down with a worksheet and filling out answers that you're going to do before you get bored. You know, be creative, find something, whether it's, you know, a video um, that teaches it or it's a type of craft or something like that or or whatever it is, just to get, you know, creative with what yeah. you're doing. Don't and box there, yourself in. And I will say, this is not, I mean, to, I mean, I already said my tip, but just something, a, a thought that I had is there are going to be some days where school is just not going to get done. Like just some, there's things, especially if, if you, you know, you're, you know, if you're working from home and you're trying to balance out your work and, and your kids home all the time and, and, and there, right. it's just a day where you need to be like, you know what, just go play on your iPad, <laughs> you know, just go, <laughs> you know, right. go have fun, go play Minecraft. Um, that's okay. <laughs> like, don't worry. Like, don't, worry like oh they have to do this amount of school every day you know Mm -hmm. you know understand especially especially in this time frame you know there's a lot of emotion and there's a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. going on so don't feel like you're a bad parent because you're like you know what today we did zero schoolwork because it just happens so then sometimes that's when on saturday you go okay well today we're going to do something that's fun but it's learning still you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. there's just there's going to be some days where you're really productive and you're like, yeah, I'm rocking this. And then there's some days where it's like, uh, try again tomorrow and mm-hmm. that's okay. I'm not rocking this as much today. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes it's just better. It's like, you know what, we're just going to skip this for the day and do something else. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't, don't be hard on yourself, you know? And the nice thing is too, is with homeschooling, you can juggle, um, topics. You don't have to do the same topics every day in the same order. Uh, right. You mm-hmm. can switch it up, you know. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. So, so well, hopefully we've mm-hmm. given any given other tips? some little tidbits. Well, I would say you know, amidst this, this is good for homeschooling for anything else. Just to you know, uh, to tie into it, the spiritual thing of just to put your trust in the Lord. You know, God is, you know, He's wisdom. He has wisdom. He created the world by speaking into existence you know i'm sure he can help you if you ask him to (laughs) figure out how to do this you know he's you're not in this alone this this situation whether you're homeschooling or whatever it is you're going through with this whole situation right now you're not alone and god knows how to help you through it don't be afraid to ask him for help either there's a you know tip for you yep good tip all All right. right well i guess we should close in prayer yeah absolutely all right. Well, Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray for everyone who um, is listening, Father, and uh, especially those who have kids. Father, Lord, during this time, I ask that you would keep them safe and help them through, Lord, especially if they're at home and, and doing these things, Lord. And, and for those who have kids, Lord, I ask that you would give them wisdom of how to, to homeschool their kids, Father, um, and to teach their kids during this time, Father. And help them to, to um, not just teach them school, but teach them about you, Father. And um, I ask that you would give them peace, Father, that passes all understanding and that it would, it would keep them, Father. And, and help them to have a good week and to, to be safe, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. All right. Well. That's right. You know, Bible 
Bible class. Don't forget about Bible yes. class. Yeah, Absolutely. Bible class. Can count as history. There you go. Because Jesus is a historical figure. Yeah. Yes. And fun fact, I guess, um, even secular scholars agree that Jesus is a historical figure. It's whether or not he did miracles that they kind of um, start to disagree a bit with uh, with Christian scholars. But although even that, he, I mean, he is a historical figure. So yeah, it can be history. Even more than that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and podcast related things. If you want to send us any questions, you don't forget you can always do that. You can always uh, send us an email. Um, at 3pks at iabound.org. It's the number three rather than the, the word three. Um, you can send us questions, comments, fun things, homeschooling tips. Your own homeschooling yeah, tips. there you go. Um, any, any, anything you want to send us, it's cool. Um, well, anything, but, it, you know, comments, questions, fun stuff. Yeah, don't um, send us hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Criti- criticism. I mean, well, cr- criticism helps build you as a person, but, I mean, just, you know. Yeah, I don't want any hate mail. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna nip that in the bud. Don't send us hate mail. We don't want it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. There's a difference between yeah. constructive criticism and hate mail. <laughs> constructive versus suggestions for improvement. Person. Absolutely, I'm open to that. But deconstructive criticism? No, boo! No. I don't want it. <laughs> On the plate, we have today a deconstructed criticism. No. De- okay. De- anyway, um, criticism. And then, oh, and then, of course, obviously, no, that's totally cool. Uh, so the the email three p. Three PKS at iBound.org, and then of course iTunes. That's the uh, number three. Yes, um, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, TuneIn, iHeartRadio platforms that you can listen to from or share with. So, did you mention Spotify? I, f- I think so. We did now. I'm not we an auditory now. learner, so I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I don't remember what type of learner I am. I think I'm visual. I'm but like I'm all right. of the learning. <laughs> mm, you're more Is auditory and kinetic. Kin- kinesthetic. Kinesthetic. I just like learning and can learn yes. anyway. He's can, one of the people that does like math. But audio. Like he watches math videos for fun. We're being serious. He does. We're just jealous because <laughs> we wish we liked not, math not, that much. Yeah. It's not math a bad thing. fun. It's not just about throwing letters around. You have to mix the alphabet in with the numbers and, uh, See, that's and then they where they ruined. Shapes. That's where they ru- No, shapes was cool. I was cool <laughs> with shapes because here it's so a geometry. I was I was digging geometry See, because geometry I'm was not my my strong oh, okay. point. See, you're not visual. There you go. If you were a visual uh, learner, okay. you would like geometry because I'm like, there we go. You took math and you put a picture with it. I get it now. But when they started doing go. the okay. letters and stuff, I was like, rude. Why did See, you do geometry, this? geometry, then you have to like start proving stuff. And you have to go through like these lists of See, that's what that I you've like. already I like proved. Logic. It was so annoying and so much work. And it was even worse to like grade. I liked it because it was like the deductive reasoning. For my dad who graded it. Mm-hmm. It was it was bad because it just tons and tons of silly proofs to <laughs> prove things. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, there's our little. Post. I would. <laughs> I liked it because I was like, oh, al- because what we did is I did algebra one and then geometry and then algebra two. So it was like this nice break in between algebra one and two, and I was like, oh. uh, okay, I see. Yeah. 
now graphs graphs i can speak graphs Gra- graphs are mm-hmm. are fine where they put like geometry with a graph mm-hmm. that that's fine that's okay because numbers but proving things not not so much Anyway, anyway, we we wrapped up and then we wound back up again. But uh, (laughs) no problem, no problem. All right, we will see you all next time.